Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and I have got with me a superstar of real estate, the ambassador of enthusiasm, Bobby Reginelli with Modus Real Estate. And he is going to share with us some of his secrets to success, tell us a little bit about himself. So welcome to the show, Bobby. Appreciate you being on. It's a pleasure being here, RJ. Thanks for having me on today. Really excited. Yeah. I'm actually on site at a, a job that I'm doing out here in Lakewood, a suburb west of Denver, where my main market is, Denver, Colorado. And uh, we're about a block and a half from Casa Bonita for those people that, uh, you know, got into South Park or, or know about that nice. special little part of Colorado culture. So, yeah, we're having fun out here yeah. and getting our hands dirty. Cool. Yeah, it's a fix and flip project you're working on, right? Yeah, this uh, I don't do a lot of fix and flips, but this one uh, was a really unique opportunity with the how expensive money is now, uh, interest rates being so high, mm -hmm. it, it's it's harder and harder to make a long term hold, which is what I would have you know done for the last ten years. Um, it's harder to make that work, and so what we've been doing instead yep. is you know we find opportunities where we can take a multi unit property and divide it and uh, get new people into home ownership at a great price point. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit more about that. So you're buying multi-units and what are you, are you converting them to condos or what sure, are you doing? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you real quick. We've got a, um, let me flip this camera around here. Um, I don't know if I have the ability to flip the camera on this app. Well, I'll just flip the phone. We've got a little threeplex yeah. here. It's a duplex here. And then I'm standing on the porch of a, of a single here. So there's a uh -huh. single family home and then a duplex. And each one of these units will get a treatment. We'll do some pretty nice cosmetic updates try to preserve what we can and get them going. A lot of people are painting brick, but um, but we're going to keep this red. We're going to keep this traditional and classic. Mm -hmm. We just think it's gorgeous. Um, painting brick also has a lot of downsides, even though it looks very contemporary when you paint a brick house. it's uh, It traps moisture and can be detrimental to the building. Mm -hmm. um, this is pretty cool. I mean, we have, uh, you know, we have some cool new tile selections going on in the bathroom here. We kept the original tub. We have some floor tile that's really happening. One of my favorite things is we were able to preserve this wood floor. So, you know, this is 75-year-old oak floor that just looks unbelievable. And that wasn't a whole lot more expensive. It was more expensive, but it wasn't a whole lot more expensive than, uh, you know, just really going with like a vinyl that you lay on top of it. And I think people are going to see the mm -hmm. quality. We're doing a lot of, uh, we're doing a lot of like, you know, keeping the original cabinets, but putting new backsplashes in, putting new countertops in. So we do a lot of working with what we have to add value and mm -hmm, make sure mm -hmm. that you don't overspend on a product. I'm going to be releasing two bedroom units right around 399,000 here in the Denver market. That's a impossibly low price. I mean, I know that sounds like a lot for probably some of your listeners, but to get a mm -hmm. single family home for under 400,000 is quite the challenge in the Denver metro area. So That's I think the sure. price point's good. Um, you know, we're doing our best to make sure that we're providing housing because other than just selling housing, I, I fancy myself as sort of a problem solver is to create more housing possibilities in Denver, Colorado. That's cool. So so you bought it as a three unit property and then you're dividing it. Is that am That's I correct? Yeah. That right? And it's been a one unit owner. I'm sorry. It's been a one landlord situation here for 75 okay. years. And so we're no going to divide into three. And then three mm -hmm. people are going to get their chance at home ownership at a really great price point. And so, you know, it's, it's kind of a win-win for everyone. That's awesome. So when you say we, do you have a team? Is it other agents, um, 
con other people, contractors? Yeah, fair enough. You know, I just use we because I, I just really want to be inclusive. Nobody does this alone. It's really quite true. I don't want to work sure. alone. You know, I, I, I want I have nothing, nothing that I can contribute when I work alone. I waste time and I just spin my wheels. But as soon as you get me around mm -hmm. two or three other people, we can really start making things happen. Um, I have yeah. a I have a uh, just amazing kind of right hand woman named Britta. She is my assistant director of operations and She's got 10 years in Denver real estate business. Uh, have a buyer's agent named Tara. She's fantastic. She helps kind mm -hmm. of like facilitate a lot of the movement around town we have to do. Transaction coordinator. And then I have a brokerage named Modus where we have, you know, a great team supporting us there too. As far as the flips go, uh, I've just built some really good relations in, uh, in local construction trades. And I speak Spanish and it's been just absolutely fantastic to kind of like provide jobs be able to do renovations quickly and really get things done. Right now we're seeing a lot of pressure on who can get work done. And I mean, we're, I'm over at a $4 million townhome development today and they can't find painters. They can't find drywallers. Their appliances aren't installed. The heat's not on. Like you're like, wow. I mean, at 4 million bucks, I would have thought these guys would have that, but you know, it just all comes back down to relationships and building a good team, no matter what side of the business I'm working in. And that's, and that's what I would suggest for anybody. Like real estate agents just think like, oh, it's just a guy in a phone and you're going to make millions. And, you know, you cannot do it alone. You really do stand on the shoulders of others. Well, that's interesting. You say that you, how you think of contractors as your team and the other people involved. And that's I mean, it's so key. Like some of the best agents that I know have that team set up and they regularly refer those people and they know that they can get things done for their clients. So yeah. and not only that, but like we're in it for the long run, you know, like my electrician, he's buying a house and we're making that happen. You know, yep. my main contractor, he needs uh, help getting his tax problem solved and we're helping that happen. You know, like yep. there's, there's so much good stuff we can do when we don't think of it, us as us and them. Right. It's, it's really just us. And so fundamentally that's a huge part of who I am. And why I do this mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. solving housing. I mean, we're a hundred thousand houses short of demand, according to the Denver Post recent article that just came out. And what a hundred thousand houses? I mean, that's categorically awful. And 50,000 of those are in the Denver metro area. And it's gotten better, they said, since before the pandemic, because a lot of people have moved out of Colorado. I mean, that's, you know, that's how you know you have a market that's, that's not doing the job of providing housing when our shortage got better because people left, you know, and I mean, right. that happens all over 50 states. People are moving. I get it. It's no big deal. I think we have an incredible combination of reasons people want to live in Colorado, but we've got to figure out housing. These are 400,000. Then the market average is 680,000 right now. So yeah. I, I'm priding myself in working you know, working on housing that will change people's lives. That's pretty awesome. So how did you get involved in this business? Were you originally in a different related type of uh, field or were you doing fix and flips before you became a real estate agent? I would say 2009, I was part of the early parts of legalizing cannabis in Colorado. I had a dispensary and a farm and okay. it was really it was just really an exciting time and space to be working in. And, you know, I, I obviously Colorado became the first place in the world to legalize cannabis. So we were successful at that endeavor. Um, I think 
you know, it was just a business that was very hard to operate in. It was very hard to do anything. Everything you wanted to do was gray area, quasi-legal, you know, possibly state allowed, but not federally allowed. There was just a lot of trickiness mm-hmm. to it. And I think when I started to get, that was when I started to get enchanted by real estate. I bought my own house in 2012, um, created a rental unit within, um, just kind of, you know, started to see the potential of that and then immerse myself in books and podcasts and seminars and talking to great people and finding mentors. And eventually I left the cannabis industry in 2018 and uh, joined into real estate. I was already an investor in real estate by that point. I was finding more deals than I had the capacity to do myself. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, I was like, kind of like, oh, no, this is a logical extension. I can help friends and family to make, you know, make, make dreams come true. So that's how I got started. Sure. Cool. And what, what year was that approximately? That was 2019. I got my license. Okay. So you, you're uh, relatively new at being an actual real estate agent. Yeah. I think you could say that. I'm, this is my fourth year. Okay. And I've been absolutely blessed to help just over 150 people make it happen in the Denver, Colorado market. It's awesome. That's pretty awesome. You've, you've been pretty successful, it sounds like. Um, yeah, I think we've helped a lot of people. It's really cool. Yeah, what would you say is your uh, your unique power, your unique ability that's caused you to have so much success? I think because I started as an investor, people that know me trust me. I think it's uh, mm-hmm. it's pretty unique to work in the place you grew up. There's not many Colorado townies, as I like to call us, still around. It's a very mm-hmm. you know heavily migrated to state, um, and I think like you know knowing knowing so many people from growing up here, and then sharing with them successes that we've had over the years, and you know sharing client testimonials and sharing the power of you know the power of positive thinking and Man, I mean, I don't know. People look to me as a source of optimism in a pretty tricky space and something that's probably getting trickier as the federal government takes steps to, you know, defeat inflation. I think uh, mm-hmm. real estate speculation has and will continue to slow down. But at the end of the day, people have to live somewhere. And so my sphere reaches out to me and says, wow, you know, when I think about real estate, you're synonymous with real estate. And that's because I'm online talking about it every single day. I'm sharing stories. I'm helping people. I'm developing friendships. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'll probably get six, seven calls a week for people asking for recommendations of, you know, I need a contractor. I need a sprinkler guy. I need a, I need somebody to plant some grass. I need somebody to help with the paint job. And uh, those relationships just amplify what I'm doing. That's incredible. So do you, are, is that because people know you as the connector person that can connect them with someone or is it because you're putting it out there on social media and places like that? Or well, I think it's because I do it. Uh-huh. Like there's no substitute for hard work. Like you know, I've been putting in probably 80 hours a week for two decades, sometimes over a hundred hours a week when I was younger. I'm, I have kids and, you know, family now and there's just no time for all that. But, but yeah. There's no question, like, I'm out here doing it, and, like, the work me- is meaningful to me. And, like, what I try to do is, is I've tr- you know, I try to do everything myself once. Like, you know, I'll get a team involved, and I'll do it. So if it's a complete renovation of a house, I know how to do that. I know how to do every single step of that, which then enables me to very clearly think, here are the five things that we have to do before we do six, seven, and eight. 
Here is the critical path. This is what we have to do. Oh, I got stuck because I don't know everything. Oh, I got stuck, but I know who to call to get me unstuck. And now that I've done it and I've put this entire project together, now all of a sudden I can say, okay, well, fantastic. Uh, I know exactly how to lead a team to get results quickly. And like I said, we're going to, you know, we're on, we're on track to completely enter and exit this investment in three months. Um, pretty fantastic. Cause you know, time is money. I mean, that's cliche and that's an old tried and truism, but it, it's real. It's, it's important that absolutely people pick up the phone call. When I call, I pick up the phone call. When people call, they trust me to help guide them. And you know, there's just, there's just been so many people cashing in on real estate in the last, what I would say, probably seven years in Colorado, but really the tail end after the Great Recession in 2008. Mm -hmm. And there's been a lot of people that don't actually know how to do the work. And so the fact that I've done it gives, you know, gives me some credibility. And then I just help people get it done themselves. So like mm -hmm. my job doesn't stop after you buy the house from me. I'm talking with you. Yeah. Contractors are helping you. The customer service never stops because, man, I mean, who wants to get rich alone? Who wants to who wants to work alone? Who wants to build this business by themselves? I don't. I want to help mm -hmm. people continuously. And, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have a bunch of people that call all the time and say, Bobby, the time's now. And I know you're going to help us navigate correctly. That's awesome. So do you work so you work with regular home buyers or just investors? Oh, mostly regular home buyers. I mean, I'm very much in the business of like changing okay. changing the outcome for real people. Investors is fun. Nice. You know, my investments uh, you know, help me take care of business. For instance, I built a rental portfolio that uh makes it so that I don't depend on commission sales month mm -hmm. to month for survival, which enables me to be really really ethical and really I would say like very, I get to choose who and what to work on, mm -hmm. which gets a better outcome. I don't just say yes to everything. You know, some people can't be helped. Some people need to help themselves. Uh, yeah. Some people won't do the work, but the people who really do, I mean, I, I do probably a quarter of my business in Spanish. I'm doing a really, I'm doing a really heavy lift with a lot of the new immigrants that find themselves here. And, you know, mm -hmm. they're navigating, they're navigating the ultimate decision, which was to leave their country and try to make it somewhere else. You know, that decision not taken lightly. So if, if they're here and, and they have the steps taken, we can walk them along the path towards home ownership and becoming an amazing part of Colorado and this diaspora of wonderful place where we live. So that's super cool and super important to me. Last year, we helped 53 families. Um, I use families liberally, but, you know, it could be individuals or whatever. We helped 53 groups to get into a home mm -hmm. last year here in Metro Denver. And that's nice. something that's just super close to heart because if you get bad representation or if you get bad advice or if you get somebody who's just trying to make a buck, sometimes the homeownership dream crashes and burns. And damn, what, right. a, what an unfortunate thing. I mean, you're in the same business. You're a lender. Mm -hmm. You know exactly what it takes to do one person at a time. I mean, that's the greatest part. We only have to help one person a week. You know, this is a very doable job. Who's, who's in need and ready and committed and going to take a shot this week. I, I just think that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then we dial in on that 
and then their friends and family call and we do our best to help everyone that we can. That's super cool. So 25% of your business in Spanish, how did you become fluent in Spanish? I would say I'm dangerous enough with the language, but I, I wouldn't call myself fluent. Fluency is super difficult. You know, with, I yeah. would say maybe you'll never get there. But I spent a lot of time traveling when I was younger, my early 20s, and I lived in a lot of different countries and did my best to really acquire the language. And I had a base that started in elementary and middle school, high school. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, also it's like I get a lot of practice because I'm out here working with, a, you know, Latino crews and, and really, you know, kind of creating sure. relationships that, well, if they have five calls today, they're going to pick up my call because, you know, I'm meeting them where they already are. So that's really it's just been a cool aspect of growing up in a place like Colorado where, you know, we have so many different, so many different kinds of people living here and uh, yeah. you're missing half the city if you don't look at the other side. That, that's truth. So what countries did you live in? I lived in Colombia for the longest stretch, Argentina, okay. Puerto Rico. Um, I, I like never been to Europe. I went once when I was 15, but it's all just been on this, this hemisphere. Um, okay. I visited Paraguay. I've spent some time in Central America backpacking. So I did six countries there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It just seems like it just seems like such a such an asset to have that. And of course, we're teaching our children Spanish and um, neither my wife yeah. nor I are Latino, but we really do appreciate the kind of mix of people that live here and understand that, you know, we're all in it together. I love that. That's a great attitude. Um, so I, I really want to ask you about this, um, informal, I don't know if it's called a, a title or a, whatever it is, <laughs> am, ambassador of enthusiasm. How did that come about? I can tell that you're enthusiastic and I can see how you, you probably got that nickname, but tell me yeah, more sure. about that. Um, I, I think ambassador is a pretty good, pretty good, uh, derivative of like the way I feel about Colorado. There's, you know, there's mm -hmm. certainly a conversation that happens here about like, oh, the state's full, don't come, why can't it go back to the way things were? Uh, and I'm not about that at all. I, I don't call myself a native, I call myself a townie. I'm lucky enough to have been born and raised here. And I think this place is the best place on earth. Uh, that's why I live here. So I do my best to get people excited about Colorado, talking about all the amazing things and reasons why people love this place. I fancy ourselves as just absolutely the top of the hill, top of the mountain, if you will. And uh, mm -hmm. so I guess ambassador stems from that. Like I'm always advocating for like how great it is here and how we can do it too and how you can own a house too and how we can, you know, use down payment assistance and creative lending and we can get all of the amazing different tools that we have and we can actually make this happen for you. Or you can rent for another five years and complain about things getting expensive and then maybe eventually move away. Um, that enthusiasm translates directly. Hey, guys, I believe you can do it. Here are 10 different ways that we've done it in the last eight weeks. Uh, here are three great lending professionals that can get it done. Here's an amazing story to share with you about someone who got it done with way less that they had to work with than you did. I mean, some of these, some of these buyers of ours have no business, no business on paper buying. And then, you know, here are your keys. Fantastic. Yeah. That's yeah. what gets me excited. 
and, and I think it's probably alignment. When I was in cannabis, it was, I love gardening and I love crops and I love, I love, you know, working towards more freedom in the form of legalization. And I love that, you know, in, in my belief, people can make their own decisions and I believe that it's safer than alcohol. And there were so many things that we could talk about. And, but at the end of the day, I wasn't that into it. It wasn't like, you know, I'm not a daily smoker or anything like that. So it's not like I was very aligned with what I was doing, although I was passionate about certain aspects about it. But when I look at real estate, I don't see any other option more possible that will change your life than buying your first home. Using the plethora of programs, using all of the knowledge that we have, using creative solutions, using, well, I mean, right now, it's the best buyer's market in 15 years. Yeah. Bar none. And I'm excited about yep. that. And if you listen yep. to me, you'll be on the same, you'll be at least be on the same railroad of enthusiasm because I don't, I don't know if there's a positive function for negative thinking. That's an old Ralph Nader quote. And I'm just, you know, I'm like, man, why not, why not explore and try and give it a shot? Um, but if, if you, if you, if you tell yourself you can't do it, you can't do it. But if you hang around me right. long enough, you might find yourself persuaded. <laughs> well, your enthusiasm is contagious. That's Thank for sure. You. Thank and you. I love how you use stories. I mean, that's, that can go so far for people to help envision it because they can envision themselves and other people and how they accomplished it. Absolutely. I mean, we have a, we have a single mother who we got into a program. Uh, she's a uh, Colombian Venezuelan. We got her into a program that was very much uh, kind of an outlier. The city was giving out a lot of money for people who had kind of a, a history of being discriminated against uh, from a mortgage standpoint back in Colorado's mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. And we were able to get her $25,000 of Denver generated money. And that yep. paid her closing costs, that paid her earnest money, that's the money you have to put down when you are buying a house, that paid 14 months of her HOA, and that paid for a, you know, a little bit of repair, a lot of consult, and, and basically she got into the house with nothing out of her pocket. And everyone in her world had been saying, it's a terrible time to buy, it's not the right time to buy. It's well, you know what, she's living in a 400 square foot, one bedroom apartment, and now she's living in a two bedroom condo with a private patio and parking space. And like her life is demonstrably better the moment that she decides to listen to herself instead of naysayers and half the people in her life talking to her, they don't own a house. They don't own They're You know, they're just like, they're just negative about what's possible. But I, yeah. you know, to her credit, to her credit, she dreamed. And I mean, there's systems and grants and possibilities and down payment assistance. And there are people oh, yeah. out there who want to help. And you and I, when we're doing this with someone, we don't get paid until they get served. And that's the coolest alignment of incentives. Mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, one thing I'm thinking about as I'm listening to you is I, I talk to a lot of real estate agents every day. And there's so many people that are, struggling. They have a negative mindset. They're complaining about the market. How do you keep your enthusiasm and how, what, what would be your advice to other agents that are not in a, not in as good of a mental, mental place as you are right now? I to turn that say, thinking around. Sure. Sure. I would say, first off, I would say it starts with this. If you're a real estate agent and you don't own where you live, 
there's a clear disconnect there. And I understand that's not just going to happen overnight. But this, in my opinion, the, the United States is the most accessible place on the planet for you to get leverage and, and get into owning some way of owning where you live. I don't think there's a place on earth that can do it like we can do it. I mean, when people are getting in for no money down, 3% down, 5% down, oh, and then there's a $20,000 boost from a local government agency. I mean, come on now. Like, nothing else will make a difference in your life. There's no Bitcoin. There's no stock market. There's no anything that will change your life like this because at the end of the day, all of the other investments are dollar for dollar. You have to put a dollar in to speculate a dollar. And then you have very little control. In real estate, yep. like I said, you can put in 10 cents and get a dollar's worth of leverage. And so when that's happening and we're talking about agents getting into this game, there's going to be a lot of agents leaving this game. There's going to be a lot of lenders leaving the space. And mm -hmm. frankly, I think that's good. Maybe it was too easy for the past decade. But I think the ones that stick around, you have to find your passion. And my enthusiasm is renewed daily from the people that I help. The people that I have a chance to work with and help and really kind of hear their vision and start to figure out how we can make it happen. Even if it's just as simple of a conversation as, hey, my taxes are in terrible shape. Um, please help. Okay, here's three people that can help. Hey, my, my credit's absolutely off a cliff. What can I do? Well, here you go. There are a lot of just like simple ways that we get started. And even a conversation as simple as, Bobby, uh, the tree fell down in my yard and I don't know who to call. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, here's a guy who'll come out in his truck. He's very reasonable. He'll make it happen. Just that little conversation gives me a reciprocated sort of like an enthusiasm boost because somebody trusts me enough to reach out and I have the person that can help them. So when you're when you're starting out, if you're struggling right now, if it's a hard real estate market for you, find out what you actually care about. The thing that you think about when you wake up in the morning and get up and start doing that. I was reading the zoning code of Denver long before I was a real estate agent. And my wife's like, what the hell are you reading? And I was like, oh my God, did you know that this zoning code allows for a tandem home on a corner? You never would believe what the, what about this house that's for sale? I think it can do that. You know, like, I was excited about what was possible to build more housing in our city. And when you're starting out or if you're struggling right now, get back to the basics. You've got people who trust you, stay in touch with them. You've got people that will reach out to you. You know, you've got families that you've helped in the past. You've got, you know, an ability to maybe, let's say you don't have a great sphere. Or you don't have a bunch of people that are trusting you right now. Well, then maybe you should find out what you do know a lot about, find out what people are learn looking to learn, and teach a seminar on that. Go to the clubhouse at the townhouse that you're already living at, where you're already paying for the pool and the little bar, and throw an event. Throw an event every month. Put yourself out there on social media. None of these things cost money, but they do demand vulnerability, and they do, they do demand that you know what you're talking about. Build, you know, teach, give it, and then I guess remember this quote, everything that you want comes from people. And if you help enough people, you'll never want for anything in your life. That's right there. I really buy into that. I, 
I spend my days helping people. I don't spend my days fantasizing about how much money I could get or this hustle that I could do or this person I could take advantage of and whatever. You know, I mean, there's a lot of downsides right. to real estate, but there's a lot of good that's done. And, you know, real estate agents were therapists, were life coaches, were examples, were mentors, were positivity as a career. That's what this is. I'm like, hey, 70 year old bricks, let's find a way to stack them. <laughs> Man, you are getting me pumped up just listening Hell to yeah. you. Hell yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, here's a question. If you were to write a book about yourself, what would the title be? Dang. I don't know. I, I, it's not my book, but I, I like the title of Schwarzenegger's new book, Be Useful. That's pretty cool. Hmm. That is cool. You know, like I think, uh, I don't know. Do do what you want. Do what excites you. Do what do what makes you know makes a dent in the world. You know, or 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 I guess maybe like find a way. Find a way to find a way to exit your own situation. This is a country where we have incentives that are aligned to help people get a shot. Mm -hmm. I'm not sitting here and saying everything's perfect. There's never been a perfect place on earth in all of history. But I am saying, you know, if a single mother can figure this out and navigate this system and get herself into a condo, well, then what's your excuse? You know, like a lot of these people aren't even from this country and they're, they're literally like, I got to work two jobs. Great. I got to, I got to do these taxes. Okay. Hey, I'm going to call you next week when I've done that. Okay. You know, I got to take this test. I got to right. get this thing. I got to figure this out. I think they're figuring out how that's done because we've all seen the statistic. I don't, I don't have the exact number, but you know, it's some huge multiple of the net worth of a homeowner over the net worth of a renter. And you have mm -hmm. no control. 75 years I'm standing in this triplex, 75 years. And the landlord's like, yeah, I kept the rents low. I kept the people, you know, I, I did my thing. You know? But at the, end of the at the end of the day, this property was enriching him. And mm -hmm. 75 years, how many people have lived here? How many renters have passed through these doors over 75 years? Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds yeah. of people that, you know, they're just, this is just a stop on their journey. If you're here and you want to stay here, then plant a flag. We'll help you do it. That's why I'm excited. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the book title would be, but, uh, but it would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be enthusiastic, right? Uh, I'm telling you, it would not be a downer. <laughs> no, that's for sure. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Bobby. I really appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. Um, anything else to share with the listeners? Sure. I mean, I can, I can, I assume that most of your listeners are fellow real estate agents. They are. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, where can you add value? Nobody owes you a commission. Nobody, nobody owes you a job. There are 40,000 real estate agents in Denver, Colorado, and most of them don't do two transactions a year. I heard a quote recently. He said, if you had to make two transactions a year, 50% of the real estate agents wouldn't be around if that was like mm -hmm. the threshold. Maybe it's three, maybe it's four. The point being like, are you really doing this or is it just easy to get a license and this is, you know, something that you're doing in the meanwhile? And that's fine too. 
I think mm -hmm. the part-time mm -hmm. agents need to be careful though because the market's changing so much and if you don't know what you're doing or the skill set changes or the market changes, you might hurt somebody. You might hurt somebody by not dispensing great information or, you know, again, do you own yeah. a house? Are, are you in the process of building your wealth and your prosperity and your stability through real estate? I would align some goals there. And, and you know what? There's no problem with that if you're not there yet. But maybe you need to realistically get the other job. And, and now you have W-2 income. And then use that down payment assistance program. And then go through mm -hmm. that process and become the thing that you're purporting to know about. And then all of a sudden, now you have a huge, awesome rags to riches story about how you did it. And, and, and it's possible. Hey, you know, I, I have, this is a good example. You know, there's members of my team that I said, you know, if we're working together for 18 months and you don't own a house, I've failed you. And that, that's dramatic and that's really cool and cute to say. But you know what? We just did it. My assistant just bought a house in January. You know, she's over 50. Nice. First time in her life. To watch that dream come true, to watch her have a sense of pride. To, I mean, she's hosting the Halloween party across the street at this ginormous castle. <laughs> you can't do that if you don't actually, you know, have a place, right? These are invested yeah. neighbors. And so, like, how cool is that? It's totally doable if you have to get another job, if you have to do, do what it takes. Because otherwise, you might as well just get a regular job. Just go get, go get a job. And just do something easier because real estate, you really have to be aligned with what you do to have this kind of success. Uh, I mean, otherwise, somebody's got six other real estate agents that they could talk to and that maybe they have more confidence in them because that person's living the life that they're purporting to be experts on. And if you have to do it, yeah. you have to do it, find a way to do it, and then tell your story online. Hey, I started a real estate agent. I'm 21 years old. I didn't, nah, 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 nah. you know, however the story goes, started this, don't have any money, don't have, and then your followers will come along with you as you go along that journey and figure it out, you know, and share that mm -hmm. with them. Hey, here's what I had to do. Here's what I had to do. Guys, I just found the perfect property. I think we have a chance on it. You know, is it seller financing? Is it traditional financing? Is it down payment assistance? Is it a grant loan? Is it a first time home buyer opportunity? You have to do it. You have to do it because even though right at this very moment it is cheaper to rent on a dollars per month like spreadsheet, 100% of that rent does not go to you. And when we switch it right. over to the ownership column, you're forced to pay yourself. When you start paying yourself, mm -hmm. now you have some worth. Then, you know, I'm adding value. This laundry room becomes a bedroom. This basement gets finished. It becomes an Airbnb. This backyard mm -hmm. becomes uh, a 20 by 30 tent that I got for free on Facebook Marketplace. It becomes a comedy lounge where we have people get together. Oh my goodness, that, that event now draws people into my sphere. My network grows bigger. People are loving it. I'm meeting more people. Maybe one of those people turns into a client. Whatever mm -hmm. it is, if you're struggling in this industry, you need to get creative and you need to dial into what you're into. If you have an old shed in the backyard, maybe you're a metal worker. Maybe you can have meetups and people can come see you. Now you're in front of six to eight people every week. Boom. You know, I have friends who have garages that are converted into Denver Broncos and Denver Nuggets watch party areas. 
and they mm. meet a ton of people just watching football. If you're struggling, you're not trying hard enough. I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say that. If you're struggling as a real estate agent, you need to try and really forget try. Just like, you know, let's get into the yeah, action yeah, process. Just go. Yeah. Uh, you, if, if you're going to be in real estate, you have to get in front of people. And it doesn't matter how you do it. It can literally be crocheting. It can literally be a backyard party where they help you fix up your yard. It can literally be, you know, a creative way that we do renovations. It could be a podcast with a lender. You're doing mm -hmm. it right now, RJ. You're producing mm -hmm. something that gets you in front of people so that you can continue to meet people and engage. And it, it's, it's probably also worth saying that the best year ever on record was last year. And what can we keep going up forever? Can we keep accelerating forever? Does the market never come down? Do prices always go up? I would say that that can't really happen. So it's probably worth saying that a good portion of lenders and real estate agents are, you know, not going to be around in a year. And the ones that are, are going to relentlessly find ways to add value to every single person they meet. Boom. Yep. A lot of wisdom there, Bobby. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that because it's so true. There's so much opportunity right now. And I think you're exactly right. There's going to be a lot of people getting out the mortgage uh, license renewals coming up here, starting November 1st. Yeah. I think a lot of lenders aren't going to renew and they're just going to be out of the business. So maybe yeah. even three months from now on my side, we're going to have a lot less. So it's market share time. It's time to grab market share and go get it. I mean, there's so much yeah. opportunity out there. You I love that about it. you. I love that about you. I have taken over 160 calls from lenders since January. Mm -hmm. That's staggering. That's just, yeah. it's just like, I don't have that time. I don't have that capacity. And then, but it's like you call and you're like, hey, I've got a podcast. We're going to create content together. Uh, I'd love to hear about your story. Uh, I have something that I can offer and it's a value add. It's a conversation starter. It's not just like a, hello, Bobby, Mr. Morton would like to talk to you about your lending options. Like get out of here, <laughs> get out of here. Like, yeah. you know, put value in. It's the perfect example. You're adding value to my life and I want to give it back. And that's the right conversation instead of the like, Hey, Bobby, do you have any buyers that I could call? Do you have anything? Uh, could I help anyone? Like, get out of here with that. We need to add yeah. value first, and then everything comes from that. That's right. From from both this kind of relationship and then with your yep. buyers and sellers and with your network, and it all goes hand in hand. Yeah. Um, have you read The Go-Giver? Makes me think oh, of The Go-Giver. I love The Go-Giver. What a great book. <laughs> real, real estate agents, read The Go-Giver. That's like, yep. a 100-page book. Read The Go-Giver or audiobook The Go-Giver. Like, get yeah. after it. Like, put good stuff in your brain. Get off of, get off of your swiping. I That's don't know. Right. You know, yeah. this, is, this is cool talking to you because you get a chance. I mean, a lot of times the work just goes and, you know, you don't really get to talk about why it is. But, like, I fundamentally believe this. And I figured out a way to – I figured out a way to have – a conversation with people every week and then pick the person who's ready to go, you know, protect your time, real estate agents, protect your, 
protect your exposure. We're not taking them out to see 50 properties before they're qualified. You know, this is a very hard market to work in right now as far as, you know, being able to afford monthly payments. But all the mm -hmm. more better, maybe if we knew our number of what this, you know, oh, yeah, Jerry and Larry want to get out and buy a house with us. Well, um, what can they afford? And then what can they really afford? And then I can go and say, hey, guys, I didn't think you could afford a $500,000 house, but this seller is willing to give $40,000. And RJ says that we can use 25 of that to do a, a payback, you know, and buy your, buy your rate down. And we can use the other 15,000 of it to fix the ugly kitchen, which is why the place didn't sell in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's dream. Let's be realistic. You're not going to move into the perfect house the first time you move, but it's going to be yours. And then maybe, yeah, maybe it's not just the money either. Maybe once you're inside, I mean, right here, right? We're just going to touch these bricks. Maybe it's like once you're, once you're connected, once you're rooted, once you take off your shoes and walk around that new house that's yours and feel it and feel different. Now you've got a base. Now you have somewhere that no one can take away from you. Now you have somewhere to build from. This is the literal embodiment of a foundation. Now you have somewhere to grow from. And now you have the rights, which you don't have as a tenant. Now you have the rights to fix and modify and build and enjoy just how you want. You want five dogs? Get them. But not if you're yep. renting in an apartment. So I think that that's really the true embodiment of it is, is like, it doesn't matter what the money is really about at the end of the day. If, if you have to keep running for a few years while you put together a plan and make it happen, then do that. But have a plan and know that there's just never been a place like this in the history of the world where so little money can go so far into making the dream come true. And I have stories that I'm happy to share with you if you reach out to me online. Happy to share some really encouraging examples of people who've made it happen. Yeah, how can people get in touch with you if they want to pick your brain or, or reach out. Sure. Love to have you reach out. I'm everywhere on socials at Bobby. I love your way. B O B B Y. I love your way. Fun play on the old Frampton song. And, uh, Bobby, I love your way at Gmail. My phone number is seven, two, zero, six, three, six, six, zero, nine, six. We've got a whole team out here to help. Even if, you know, even if I'm swinging a hammer and knocking down a wall in the back somewhere, we've got a team ready to answer your call and make it happen. And I just think, like, for the doers out there, for the for the people that aren't going to quit, for the people that, like, believe that they can do it, and for the people that are, like, ready to take action and do work, like, we've got a path. There's a way to do this. And it doesn't matter if you came here just, you know, if you just got here a couple months ago from a totally different place. You can make this happen, and this dream can come true. And there's always opportunities, but you have to get ready. You have to call RJ. You have to get pre-approved. You have to be in the position to where if something amazing comes, we can strike. And then yep. we'll do the rest. It's just, it's just, this is our service. We do it every single day. Man, you are, you are awesome, Bobby, and, and a breath of fresh air. So I, I really appreciate your time and being on here today. Thank you so much for putting this on. This is wonderful. Um, I just... I, I just, I believe that everybody can do this. And I, there's never yep. been a better time or place to do it than right now. I agree. You got to get ready. You got to work. You got to believe in yourself. Um, gosh, what? 
What 100%. a cool opportunity though for everybody. Like what an amazing opportunity. I would have never told you 10 years later, I'd have the option to turn a triplex into three homes for new families. And like, here I am. And, and I love it. Uh, like you can see, I, I got to I got to touch yeah. these bricks every now and again to make sure that they're still good. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, well, thank you again, Bobby. And thank you for everyone listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, consider sharing it to your friends so they can uh, hear, hear Bobby's great message as well. And everyone have a great rest of your day. Thanks again, Bobby. Stay positive. Take care of each other. Thanks, guys.